Welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Shabazz, and I am your host for this week's Movie Podcast episode. And I am joined here with Daniel, the man with the plan. I, I didn't want. I didn't think of an uh, of a of an intro. Listen, for man, today. you had an extra week to think about. I it. I did, but I was uh, I was in Chi Town. So and, you're an hour uh, behind. I was an hour behind. So technically, yeah. I'm an hour late for this episode. Got you. So an hour into the show. Let me know what my name is. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll think of something. Welcome back, by the way. Thank you. Um, we're not joined today by Anthony, thank God. Uh, for <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, I believe, is in Italy. Yeah, he went Finding to, uh... the secret sauce that his Nona once made. Is oh, that, uh, am I correct or am I wrong? I think I think so. Or he's being inducted into the Brotherhood of Assassins. I'm not One yeah. of the two. One of the two. But yeah. Anthony's in LA, the, the hometown of movies. Yes. You know, the... The, the mecca of film. The mecca of film, yeah, definitely. Right? So he's, he's definitely there partying now. But we're joined here today, if you're watching us on YouTube, we're joined by Rex, Slink, Woody, and Buzz. Yes. And no, we're not on drugs. And <laughs> not, I'm not just hallucinating. And no, them they're here, here in the studio with us. They are here in the studio yes. with us today. Uh, I um, would make yeah. one of them say something, but we have them standing perfectly right now for the shot, where if I move slightly... It all comes crumbling One down. of them will fall, and uh, but luckily Buzz can uh, fall with style. Yes. You know? I like it. Thank you. I like it. Uh, how's your week been? Or or just two weeks, right? Two, two weeks, I guess. But we've seen each other. I mean, I don't know. Have we've I, seen each have other. Have I seen you, though? No. Not not nearly enough. No, but yet. it's been good. I mean, it's it's been an interesting time for movies. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it kind of sucks right now in terms of going to the movies because Ooh. every, I guess, big movie blockbuster has been kind of failing it's right really now, like right? right after when we talked about this in the podcast right after endgame came out yeah it's almost like every week a new film comes out it's not doing hot yeah it's like godzilla uh dark phoenix men in men black. black like everything isn't unless it's like more of like a nothing sticking right now unless it's like more of a not a blockbuster they're doing well like rocket man's doing well secret life of pets is another one that's underperforming it's yeah it's a really weird time for movies at the box office. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. And we'll definitely be getting into that as well uh, later on in the episode. Today's episode is a celebration of Toy Story. And yes. we'll be definitely getting into Pixar and how animated films have come a long way. As always, you can catch new episode of the movie podcast every Monday across all your favorite podcast services. And if you want to be part of the show, you want to correct us, give us your comments, suggestions, or just you know send us some love, It you can head on over to thistimewith.com slash talk. That's T-A-L-K. Not T O K or T A K <laughs> no or K O. <laughs> I don't know how else you can spell this time it. Slash talk talk T A L K. Yeah, I also feel more relaxed episode because Anthony's not here. I just feel like when he's here, he he is awful. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Uh, about so Anthony. he. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, we, Anthony. I miss you a lot, yeah. and I hope um, L A. Anthony was at a wedding. Yeah, and. Ashley Green was uh, behind him as he was oh, telling so us. So we're just we're just like, totally exposing her wedding, her, yeah. her itinerary for this weekend. Well, I weekend. mean, yeah. she's already gone now. Yeah. <laughs> the wedding was not. It's not like we're live broadcasting this it's wedding. That's true. Yeah, the wedding Ashley has Green, who you'll who you'll know from uh, Twilight, the Twilight series. Twilight series. Yep. I, that's and, all I've seen her in. I think. She's great. Actually, she's I've great. never yeah, seen yeah, Twilight, so. Yeah, you've seen you've never her. seen any of the Twilights? Never. Interesting. Okay. No, I I once was channel surfing and uh, the first Twilight film was on. Right. And I remember thinking to myself, 
I will never not, channel surf again. <laughs> and then you canceled your now, cable subscription. I will now right only use TV Guide wow. before I channel surf. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, I want to clear something up in the air first, okay? Okay. In the last episode, you guys uh, talked about... You playing a trombone? Yeah, me playing a trombone no. or something like that. No. And I want to make it very, very clear. So this is a story, okay? okay. I was in Chicago for a uh, family friend's birthday. And the birthday was happening at a park. Yeah. Okay? And at a park, you can rent a gazebo, and it's like this really nice giant park, and people were in gazebos. We had a gazebo rented, and yeah. we rented a, to kind of have this birthday party. Sure. And at the gazebo across from us, which is a little bit of a distance, I guess you could say, uh, there was a quinceanera happening, which mm-hmm. uh, for our Spanish fans out there, um, you know what that is for our non-Spanish fans. Oh, I thought fans. you were going to tell them what it is. I'm like, shit, I'm pretty sure <laughs> they know what and a For non-Spanish is. fans, you can Google what a quinceanera is. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was beautiful. It was happening. You know, yep. family was getting together. And then they busted out a live band. And we're like, right. oh, okay, this 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 can't be too bad. They were the loudest, most annoying and frustratingly loud band that I think I've well, ever they were, heard. Well, they were, was it like an all brass band? Because it again, was an all brass it wasn't, band. Uh, it wasn't a trombone that the gentleman was playing. It was, it was not a sousaphone, actually. I'm sorry, who? A sousaphone? Susan was not there. No. I don't know anyone named Susan. <laughs> the sousaphone. It's, the, it's a big brass instrument was that about, goes all around your body. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. I was actually going to ask you what it's called. Yeah, and a sousaphone. You, actually, you, got, you beat me to the punch yeah. there. I just didn't want to correct Anthony because we were making fun of you. So I'm like, oh, he's on my side today. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me keep this going. Yeah, yeah, Anthony, a trombone, <laughs> idiot. Yeah, Jay's the worst. <laughs> yeah, but how about instead of calling it a trombone, you called it a sousaphone? <laughs> I didn't want to correct him. Then he would go on your he, side somehow. He would, immediately, he would immediately hate you yeah, right he away. Would, he's like, oh, Daniel's a sousaphone. He's also like, three, it wasn't me. He's, <laughs> he's also three hours behind. Right now, it's so. true. Yeah, so we'll hear this later. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, they just started playing it, and I remember just being frustrated. Really, eh? So that's that's my trombone story. Okay, and uh, stay tuned for our episode where we count down our favorite movie quinceañeras down the road. Do, I, I haven't seen like I think a single film with a quinceañera. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, now we have to go look for them. Uh, ask Carlos, yeah. <laughs> uh, friend of the show. So before we jump into it, let's jump into the mailbag. Yes. And in the mailbag, the first we have is a actually an answer yes. to a question, and this is a <laughs> or a question or like a or the like Riddler, a man, <laughs> a follow up from last. We week. have yeah, a follow up. Is it from last week or the week before? This is from last week. Last this week. is the week right, you were correct, here. correct, and it it's fitting because the day we're recording this right now is Father's Day. It is. Um. So Gavi, G A V I Gavi. Hi Gavi. Hi Gavi. Uh. Gabby says, my favorite movie dad is Jim Gordon from The Dark Knight. P.S. If you read this, just want to let you know I'm a huge fan and keep up the good work. Thank you, Thank you so, so much, Gabby. That, that means really so sweet. much to us. That means the world to us. My heart grew two times in size when I, when I read you that. You should see a doctor, Shay. I uh, am. Yeah, Dr. Seuss. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Grinch. You that it? wasn't planned. That was good, though. That, that was, was good, very though, good. right? I uh, know, but Gabby, thank you so much for following up from our question from last week. Um Jim was a great dad in that in the Dark Knight series. Yeah, 100%. maybe not in three so much. Well, maybe I mean why he, not? Because he wasn't with his family in three. Yeah, but I mean, like that's I mean, but like you could. Like, here's the thing. Um, he's just he's Gary Oldman is an amazing actor, hundred percent, and like he just he just sells it. That scene in the Dark Knight again, probably my favorite movie of all time. Yeah, um, when he's just coming home to his family after the whole sequence. Of being like captured and dead, uh, dead and, and coming back and just just his 
just his acting at the door where he sees his wife and the wife just like hits him and then embraces him. I'm like, this is just he's great, amazing. Yeah. Gary Oldman is great, man. He can't. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I agree. Jim Gordon is definitely he's a, one of my favorite movie dads as he, well. He's a good pops. Yeah, he's a good one. Even for even technically to Bruce Wayne, I guess you could say yeah, he was definitely a father, a figure. father figure, right? Definitely. So definitely there. Yeah. Uh, second one we have here is Alexis asks us, asks Alexis, Alexis asks, asks us. that is a tongue twister it for is. me. Um, Good thing we don't have an Alexa in this room as well, too. Oh, yeah, then it would have gone off. Everything would have been done. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on actors slash actresses playing major roles in video games a la Keanu Reeves in Cyberpunk 2077, Norman Reedus, Mads Mikkelsen, and Death Stranding? Do you think it's positive, negative, or somewhere in between? Daniel, I'll, I'll, I'll toss this off to you for now. Cool. Um, I don't have a problem with this at all. Like, I think it's really cool. Like, it's a really, like, hands down, the best moment of E3 this year was seeing Keanu Reeves appear in the game. It's like, time to burn this city or whatever. Time to burn a city samurai, <laughs> something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. But that was a really cool moment. I'll be honest, it does pull me out a little bit, mm-hmm. just because it's there's sometimes with actors, they're so recognizable. Mm-hmm. Um, Beyond Two Souls is another game. Yes. It's, it's, it's a game that I remember for the first time, like, it it's being marketed. It's so on the nose. Yeah, it, it was marketed with it being... Um, Ellen Page. Ellen Page. Yeah. And um, I'm blanking on the name right now. Uh, oh, my gosh. Of an actor? Of an actor, yeah. The other actor that was in Beyond Two Souls with her. A Green Goblin from Spider-Man. Norman Osborn, a.k.a. <laughs> Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. My God, I was just blanking on his name. He's... But yeah, he's another one that was in that game and just... I forgot They're, they're very... Yes. Uh, they stand out, right? Yeah. But I'm, I'm all here for them performing yeah. and doing that kind of acting. How about you? Um, I'm honestly this exact same uh, boat as you here. I we, we kind of take for granted how often we see... Actors of film in um, in video games for sure. Um, for example, I've been playing. Okay, so first of all, before I even get into this, uh, that Kinsinger last week. No, no. <laughs> before I even get into this next topic here, the Raptors are the 2019 <laughs> NBA champions. I was going to say I was. We're going to find a way. I was. This is this is my train of thought right now. I'm like, okay, actors in video games. Samuel L. Jackson in Grand Theft Auto. Samuel L. Jackson. Coach Carter, basketball Raptors. That's how. That's where my mind was going. My you, mind. You just. You just said. Let's just tell the world. The reason why is my mind's gonna get there really fast. Yeah, and I'll yeah. tell you why. Uh, I'm gonna talk about NBA 2K19. Oh, that okay. is literally why. I got. So I dig it, I'm, I dig I'm it. wearing all Raptors gear right now, pretty much. You're yeah. pretty much wearing it in, underneath that sweater, I assume. Yeah, it's tattooed on me. Tattooed on you. Yeah. Uh, but Raptors are the champions, so you know, huge shout out to them. Yes. Uh, but I've been playing a lot of 2K. Because of you know Raptors and such, and in that game, I agree with you. It's 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 the same effect. You have all these actors like Michael Rappaport's in it. Yeah. You have Haley Joel Osment in it. You have um, the gentleman who plays MC Ren in uh, Straight oh, in Compton. Straight Compton. Yeah. Isn't Michael B. Jordan in one of them as well too? No. Well, I mean, he probably is, but in this one, it's also it's uh, Anthony Mackie. Oh, it's Anthony Mackie. And it. they've done. Like most video games will do a little bit to change their um I guess actor persona. Right. In this game, they've taken absolutely zero liberties to do that. There it's literally Haley. It's just Haley and Joel and it's it's Anthony Mackie off the set of Avengers. Really? It's Michael Rappaport. It's it's all these actors that you know and it literally I can't see them as the character they're playing. Right. I just see But them are they, as, are they playing they're not playing themselves? They're playing no, Oh, they're playing characters. They're playing too, characters. Right? But okay. the thing is they're not really acting as 
a character not getting nah, into the Mackie's character. just like yo i'm mackie what's up he literally is like that really, yeah. he's literally like i'm anthony mackie pretty much and michael Rapport sounds like he's right from new york like right. coming straight out of there or was he from boston or new york I think he's from new york right i'm not too sure um and then you have uh Haley joe osman who's literally like i see dead people oh god <laughs> but like yeah they, they're all just doing themselves so, so does it, it pulls you it out, pulls a little bit? Me out a little bit but yeah, yeah. I don't see anything negative about it. I do still like it when I see non-famous Hollywood actors in films because sure. I mean, in games because they do such a great job. Like I, I think of like, you know Troy Baker, Nolan North. Right. Um, we've had Mark Hamill in in the Arkham series. Yeah. So I mean, there's times where it works really well. Yeah, for, and and for, that's a- for the voice reasons. Right. But when you do the whole like full body like. That is the actor in it. That's when it really pulls me out. For sure, a voice I think is usually okay. Yeah, because you look you again, like you mentioned, Nolan North and Troy Baker, like probably the most famous voice actors. Uh, Laura Bailey, another one. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley. Um, I'm gonna last, let you pull it up. Yeah, I'm gonna let you pull it up. up. Yeah. Um, but like, it just, it's just funny because like you hear them, and then in games they don't really, oh, they don't look like themselves. Like you see them in The Last of Us, mm-hmm. they don't look like. Nolan North and Troy Baker. Troy Baker looks nothing like you know Joel. I mean? Like even in um, in Uncharted, like Nathan, Ashley Johnson. Ashley Johnson. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Drake has like some characteristics of of Nolan, but it's not him. No. Like you, it's clearly not him. Yes. So like it's inspired by inspired, right? But like I don't know. Like like I, it doesn't bother me. I know Anthony says that he's cool with it. Mm. Um, so Anthony gives his thumbs up of approval all the way from LA. He's not here right now, so it doesn't matter. So he can he can't give his thumbs up. No. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm cool with it. It's just uh. Yeah. It's I interesting when movie when games start marketing actors being in it. That's, that's when it's kind of weird. That's where it's there's almost like a little weird. Yeah. Switcheroo there for so, me. So I, I think to really like I guess from our point of view to to capture Alexis's question here, it's where they ask, is it positive, negative, or somewhere in between? I think it's somewhere in between. For sure. Positive that it's amazing that, you know, I like but I, I like seeing actors taking video games seriously too, like Xanu exactly. and Cyberpunk. Hundred percent. Awesome. I just wish that it was more on the lines of voice over Full, like I said, Keanu. Yeah, and like Keanu. Luckily, isn't Keanu in the game? Yeah. Like he's, but he he looks. He like looks like. Himself, but yeah. at least, like he has like a robotic arm. Yeah. Like when I'm playing Just- 2K, <laughs> it's literally it's Anthony Mackie in a black T-shirt. Yeah. He's wearing an H and M black T-shirt. In do this you know game. what? Um, do you remember what Keanu Reeves' character is called in Cyberpunk 2077? No. <laughs> Keanu. <laughs> no, no. His name is Johnny Silverhand. Oh, yeah. He's played a lot of Johnnies and uh, John, a lot of Johnnies. Uh, Johnny Silverhand. Wow! Wake up, samurai. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Yeah, well, just thank you for the question. <laughs> and of course, if you want to send us questions, this time with slash t a l k talk. Yeah, this time with dot com yes. slash talk. What did I say? You said this time with slash talk. No, oh, okay, yeah. you're right. Don't listen to me. No, because you go to the website. You, I don't know where you're gonna go. We don't. We don't condone it. No. Uh, so let's jump into some news here. <laughs> Hey, oh, we did it. We, we did, did it so much better than Who Anthony as well. An- oh, did you hear how Anthony did it last week? Oh, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. No, I, oh, I did it last week for Anthony. Oh, was he, you? he did it. He did like a weird version of it. He did like, like it was Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something. I feel like that's you that does it, though. No, no, but and then he asked me to do it and I actually nailed uh, it. Ah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, I'll have to uh, Re- I have rewind to the tapes and uh, you'll hear. Yeah, I'll have to go back and listen to that. But let's jump into it. So, Quentin Tarantino, QT, yes. as we call him around here. Oh, cutie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, working with Jared Carmichael on a Django slash Zorro movie. This is coming from Jeff Snyder of Collider. And where did the project first surface back in the, you know, the infamous 2014 Sony email hack? Sony hack. Yeah. Which revealed several emails between Tarantino and then Sony boss Amy Pascal. Yep. Uh, the story takes place several years after the events of 
2012's Django, where Django is still a bounty hunter and married to his wife, Brumhilda. Brumhilda? He... <laughs> Why'd you put a question mark at the Brum- end Because I just... How Christoph Waltz says it. Uh, Brumhilda? Is she German? <laughs> <laughs> He's escaping a warrant on his head where he encounters Diego de la Vega, the famous Zorro. Is he going to a quinceanera as well? He's probably going to go to a quinceanera <laughs> playing a sousaphone. What? <laughs> what was it called? A sousaphone, yeah. yeah oh, Imagine that's good. how the, the, the big climax of <laughs> the movie's boom, there. Boom, 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 Because <laughs> like, yeah, anyways, yeah. Uh, it remains unclear whether Tarantino would direct the project himself. Now, Tarantino said, what, 10 films now? 10 films, yeah. The, so, the, so he's, uh, one he's more. at nine right now. He's got, he's got one more in him. And his name is attached to almost everything nowadays. It feels like where he, like where it seems like, Tarantino wants to make a movie like Tarantino wants to make a Star Trek film. He yeah. wants to make a Bond movie. Now he wants to do a Django sequel. It's interesting because like this, this was a comic book series. Like this, I think it was like twelve issues that this came out. This happened already, so like the story is created. And I thought it was so cool. I had like literally it was my wallpaper on my computer forever. Mm-hmm. Um, just this, like seeing Django and Zorro, like that's such a cool concept. And I think. That would work really well in film since we haven't seen Zorro on mm-hmm. film. It's since the Banderas days. Uh, yeah, what was the last one? Was The Mask of Zorro was the first one? And then... Then The Legend of Zorro. Legend of Zorro was, yeah, yeah from 2005. And I... I've, okay, first of all, Jared Carmichael's a very interesting person to, right. to kind of what work is he, with. What has he done last? Do you know Jared Carmichael is off, offhand? I'm, I'm blanking on it. So, y- have you seen Neighbors? Oh yes, yeah. He was the he was a black kid in Neighbors. Okay, and then he had his own show, the Carmichael Show. Yeah, yeah. Um, he played a cop in another film, I think Neighbors Two. Okay, uh, with Hannibal Buress. Yeah, yeah. Trying to think of what else he's done that would. Oh, he was in Transformers: The Last Night, and mid nineties he played the security guard. Remember when they're at the? Oh uh, yes, yes. That's Jared okay, Carmichael. If that rings a bell. Now. Interesting. Okay. Very interesting choice. Yeah. I don't. I never thought of him as a guy working with uh, Tarantino. With QT. But, with QT, as you call him around here. Interesting, okay. But, uh, sure. What do you think of this, though? I mean, I love Django. Yeah. Absolutely love Django. Uh, I'm okay with it being a one film, and one and done Definitely. kind of movie. Definitely. But if he's got a story and they want to tie it in with Zorro somehow, I'm here for it. Right. Um, I'm just saying, let's use our resources, our talents for, for something different. Right. But again, if they come out with it, I'm going to be there first day. For sure. And I mean, like, again... Same as you, love the character of Django. What scares me, though, is that I don't want this to to have a sequel to this movie where it doesn't need it, where I don't want it to be Sicario 2. I don't want it to be... Um, I'm trying to think of... We had so many sequels that we, we have, didn't need. Uh, we, that's definitely going to be an episode one day as well. Yeah, like movies that don't need sequels. Movies that didn't need sequels. And I don't want this to be like, oh, this, so this happens in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're like, you you give us too much when we didn't If, if it's bad, it could be amazing. And 100%. I think if Tarantino's involved, like that makes me more excited for it. Yeah. Um, but if it's not him directing, I just don't want it to feel like an imitation either. No. Because yeah. that's what we felt with Sicario too. Right. I mean, even though it's Tara Sheridan, which is interesting. Yeah. That's another story for another day. Uh, but it's it's interesting, though, to see this. Yeah. It's interesting to see this coming to fruition. And, of course, from that Sony hack that was... Infamous. That, I feel like, changed Hollywood, in a sense, it right? It really did. It you know, really like, did. That, that would be another really cool topic to really dive into what exactly happened. Like, yeah, we'll do our research and really yeah. dive into it. On the five-year anniversary of it. The five year. <laughs> We're pretty much nearing it. Yeah, December. Yeah. December, right? Yeah, crazy. Uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll, we'll look out for that and we'll probably be, who knows if this is going to come to fruition at all, but I mean, we'll be reporting on it if it does. Yeah. So Steven Spielberg, Anthony's best friend, is writing a horror series for 
Cuby that you can only watch at night. This is coming from Michael Schneider of Variety. Have you heard of Cuby before? I literally have never heard of it before in my so life. So I literally when I was when I was putting the story together, like when I when I was putting it into our document, I literally was, I I had no idea that this was uh this is like a Silicon Valley type cross Hollywood project for streaming and for creating projects. I've never heard about it until this week. It's not even live yet. No, it's no. not. Which is so weird. And Steven Spielberg was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be part of it. Which is weird because it's a streaming service. Yeah. And he's still he's still going to be working with Apple for his uh, for his series of projects. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it's called. Um, I'm going to look that up right now. Um, but it's just interesting that... Uh, what do you think of the concept of being able to only watch it at night? So l- let, me, let me read a little bit more into it. Sure. Um, so he's pending a horror series for QB that users will only be able to see when their phone knows it is dark outside. Founder Jeffrey Katzenberg said at the Banff World Media Festival in Canada. Hey. Hey, shout out to Canada. Steven Spielberg came in and said, I have a super cool story. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my Steven Spielberg isn't as good as Anthony's. No. Uh, I have a super cool, st- I have a super scary story I want to do. <laughs> Uh, Katzenberg said he's writing, <laughs> he's writing it himself. He hasn't written anything in a while, so getting him to write something is fantastic. Uh, Spielberg has already written five or six episodes, which Kibi calls chapters, like a novel of a 10 or 12 story, 10, 10 or 12 chapter story. The program is being developed under the title. What was that? Oh, I was just signaling to the toys on camera. Thanks for getting me treating. <clears throat> You're just doing karate chops, and I get upset. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Spielberg is also developing a revival of his anthology series, Amazing Stories, for another new content programmer, Apple TV+. Plus. Right. A clock will appear on phones, ticking down until the sun sets and wherever that user is, until it's completely gone, and the clock starts ticking again to when the sun comes back up, and the show will disappear until the next night. It sounds so complicated, <laughs> and... I mean, I'm always here for any new ideas. It's, and it's interesting. It I mean, is. But also, I feel like the majority of time when people would be watching a show would be in the nighttime anyway. Mm-hmm. Or maybe if that's where they have the free time to watch it. And I'm assuming, like, this show, right now it's it's primarily targeting towards phones. I don't like watching stuff on my phone that much. I, I have a Tennis Max. Right. It's a pretty big screen. Yep. But only... If I'm like on a quick break, will I watch something on there? But I won't dedicate my time to watching a movie or a TV show on there. At least personally, I'm the same way. Honestly, like the only time I ever watch, the only video content I really watch on my phone is same as you. If I'm on a quick break, I'm watching something, or if I'm at the gym and I'm watching something there. There you go. Um, but it never, I'm never like sitting at home. If I'm at home, watching I'm watching my TV. So like, I know it's so early because QB, Quibi, whatever it's called, hasn't launched yet. But no. like. Will this come to TVs? Like, won't people want to watch this on TV? You know what yeah, I'm saying? It, it, like, it just seems... I mean, it's it's a cool idea for sure. The concept is, <clears throat> yeah. is unique. I'm sure you can probably just change your settings to the date and time probably. to probably watch it if you could. Um, but sure, Spielberg, is, he's also in the same Keanu Renaissance right now where... He's, his name is popping up more times this year than I've heard he's in the last He's just attaching his, himself to everything right yeah. now. It's, it's like he needs money or something. I hope not. Yeah. Like what's going on? I hope on? not. 
Uh, yeah, he's. A, I just feel like any anything new right now. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be part of that. I'll put my name on that because yeah. I feel like he's just at a he's at a stage. He's like trying right now. to stay relevant. And, yeah, I mean, you're Steven Spielberg. You don't have to try to stay relevant. Right. Your name is etched. His, in his name is a verb, right? It's like, oh, Spielberg. What's going? On? Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's it's a it's, we're gonna Spielberg this. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, it's just a cool concept. But again, it's like I don't really feel like you need to have that type of restriction on it because I feel like the story. What's making this a story that we're talking about right now is the fact that he only wants people to watch it at night. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he's saying that. It's like that's the only way based on how they're doing it in the app. And this, I right? mean, again, we've heard nothing about this. And if our viewers have and you have more information about it, please send it to us. But I'm on their website right now and it literally just says something cool is coming from Hollywood in Silicon Valley. <laughs> Quick bites of captivating entertainment created for mobile by the best talent designed to fit perfectly into any moment of your day. And this is be the That's first like a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> it literally That's is a just, whole lot of nothing. If there. I can just sum it up, it just says it's coming from Hollywood and Silicon Valley, created for mobile. It's it's weird that they're like calling it Silicon Valley though. Like doesn't doesn't that like kind of throw you off a little bit when they say like yeah. from Hollywood and Silicon Valley? Like it, it's it's the north it, and the south. Yeah, of, but but it's like California. It, it's like they're marketing it as like these two big parts of the world or like parts of like mm-hmm. technology California. and entertainment. Yeah. But, like, it's not telling us anything else other than it's, like, look... It makes it sound bigger than it probably is. It really right? does. And it's just, like, it's it's kind of... I don't know. It's weird. But yeah. I guess we can just wait and see what happens. We have no timeline on this. There's nothing. Um, it's all based in Los Angeles as well. So, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Like, I'm all, I'm all down. I'm Again, we're all Always down, down for, for new content and new creative ways of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, this is, a, this is a, an odd one for sure. Yeah. Speaking of... Uh, streaming services Dune a series has been ordered at Warner Media streaming service and Denis Villeneuve yeah. uh, is looking to direct it as well this is going from Joe Otterson of Variety so Warner Media streaming service has given a straight two series order to the sci-fi project Dune the Sisterhood Villeneuve will direct the pilot with John Spites who's set to write it and Spites and Villeneuve also co-wrote the screenplay for the film that they're making right now right. with Eric Roth this marks the third official series order from Warner Media, their streaming service, along with Tokyo Vice, which stars Ansel Elgort, and Love Life, starring Andrew Kendrick, with Paul Feig as executive producer. Elizabeth Banks is currently developing a series version of the podcast Over My Dead Body for the service, while a Gremlins animated series is also in the works. Warner Brothers is gearing up. Yeah. They are I, it gearing up It explains why we're, uh, we're seeing an end to DC service. I would hope that this is... Well, not end, but like... Yeah. A, a shift. It's gone. Something. It's gone quiet, right? It's I gone mean, really quiet. It's it's only launched in the states at this point. The uh, DC Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't left the states yet. It's it was kind of just a, it released and it never really had any impact other than, of course, like Young Justice, like being well received. Mm-hmm. Um, Swamp Thing, obviously, we spoke about last week mm-hmm. being canceled. Uh, I I'm I'm all for Warner Brothers to have a streaming service, but again, it's another streaming service I have to pay for. Yeah, but if anybody has a good library. That's not Disney. It's Warner Brothers. That's true. Across superheroes, Looney Tunes, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. They have so much in their back catalog. They have a lot, yeah. Friends. Like so many TV shows and movies that they could have on this service that if if you're going to have to choose between a streaming service... Warner Brothers would be a really good one yeah. to to have, right? There's not so. that many movie studios left that really. Um, I mean, like the, we've been to LA many times, and whenever we've gone, we've gone to Warner Bros. Bros. 
damn, I said it like I was a homie. There's oh, Warner Bros. Warner Bros. We've gone to Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. And we've uh, we've gone to uh, Paramount as well. And definitely Warner Brothers has been this really cool experience. Yeah. And you can see how much they've touched every area. Whereas Paramount, I found, has these classics. It's a classic Hollywood, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's that very old, classic, Hollywood old Hollywood feeling, right? And then, then that's really it. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, like again, there's no word yet on when Warner Brothers is going to launch their streaming service or whatever it's going to be called. Do you think it's going to be called Warner Media or is it going to be called like Warner Plus, Warner Bro- WB Plus? I believe that would be a, yeah, WB. Just... It's it's going to be plus a lot of pluses. In yeah, the a lot of pluses. services now. Um, I I also kind of feel like they're like they're kind of jumping the gun here with Dune. A bit, I mean, yeah. like Dune is a series that not many people know about it because of the books, obviously. Right. Um, but. When the film hasn't even come out yet, we we gotta first see what the attachment rate on this film is. For sure, yeah. I mean, they're betting on Denis, right? Yeah, they're betting on him. You know what? I would love to see get greenlit a Blade Runner. I knew you were gonna see that TV show. But how? Like, I'm trying to think about Blade Runner 2049 here, and it yeah. and it and it was a great film. Obviously, we loved it. Yes. Did it capture enough audience though? No, and I, and I just think that's uh, like. <clears throat> It's it's a it's a weird movie. I feel like a movie like Blade Runner twenty forty nine, as amazing as it was on the big screen, I feel like that almost that movie, that large of a movie, I feel like almost would have benefited by it releasing on a streaming service as well too. Yeah, I mean the movie, the movie and that's weird. That, that that hurts for me to say, but I feel like it would have found a, a bigger audience. With it that. would have found a bigger audience, um, and I'm hoping that whenever it does, is it on Netflix yet? I'm not too sure. If I don't it's on know, Netflix. but like I feel like. Well, first of all, I'm glad we saw it in theaters because yes. it needed to be in seen IMAX. That way. It was stunning. Stunning. It's just not a film that I feel I can revisit too often. Right. Um. But it. I don't know if it. It gathered the. And I don't know if Dune can do this. I don't know if Dune. I don't know if Dune can either, attach right? people. But I. But I hope it does. I mean, I love Denis, and I'm always here to support him. Yeah. His, no. No doubt. His movies are so amazing. Yes. But even when I think about films like Arrival, like. Did these movies, other than Sicario, even Sicario, I guess you could say, right? None of his films made like a mass amount. They of weren't. They weren't that. like that. Like critically and like Critical with film fans, like people always will talk about 100%. them, right? But general audiences, I don't think they're as um, knowing yeah. about them, right? And you feel like when you're trying to make when you're trying to greenlight a new show nowadays, you want it to be for the general audience, right? So at least to, to to open that door, yeah. right, for them to get in. But it's cool that Elizabeth Banks is uh, producing a series based on a podcast. I hope they do one for us one day. Yeah. <laughs> Make a movie the about movie the pod- movie podcast. The movie podcast movie. How it all started, you know. And then really we dramatic. talk about the movie podcast movie on our movie podcast. But then we'll be dead. Yeah, we'll be dead. By oh, well, okay. Well, yeah, things are sure. moving. Move, things are moving, <laughs> How things fast are are moving these quick happening? here, okay? <laughs> Wait, so are they killing us? I don't understand. <laughs> they have to kill us before they make the movie. Okay. That that gives it that emotional ending. I got Or you. we have to kill each other. So, so I mean, Tarantino said he's only doing 10 movies. This, this is, is our 16th one. episode. Are we are we going to reach like 20 episodes and then we're, we're calling it What is Anthony back? Uh, episode 18? Episode 18, yeah. Yeah, we're dead. By then. We're dead. Eh? So it's just Anthony? No, he's, he's, he's unsubscribe now, folks. Unsubscribe <laughs> now. Actually, if we could, before we get to the next story, I just want to thank everybody who's giving us given us a rating on iTunes. That helps us out so much with being able to show up on the iTunes new and noteworthy and hot on what's hot charts. So if you haven't given us a star rating, 
be sure to do that if you can, if you have a second. It really helps us out in the long run. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, huge shout out to all of our fans. And I mean, definitely, we wouldn't be doing this if you guys weren't listening. Right. Um, to our fans in Tunisia. We have a lot of fans in Tunisia. Tunisia, yeah, where our states, our states of viewership is or listenership is going up. Yeah. The Republic of Ireland. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Is, is, is going up there. So, yep. yeah, we have some fans in some pretty cool places. So if you are a fan of our show... And listening in a country that is not North America, let us know. We'd love to what shout I, you out. What I kind of wanted to do is have people actually write, when they're writing in these amazing questions yeah. and these comments, just writing in, like, where where, where are you hailing from, you know? Where oh, do yeah. you hail from? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you just offended all of our Scottish listeners. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was, I was quoting The Simpsons. Gotcha. Um, that's okay. Maybe Maybe we could add it to the form to be like... As as a yeah, as a requirement like, I don't, we don't need to know from. like your address. Just like no, 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 give no, us like a country, you know. Where you coming from? Yeah. Or like if you're from the states, like give us your state. Give us your state. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say province. And no, then... they don't have. They they banned that. I in had when I was in when I was in Chicago. Right. I had to explain to somebody what provinces and like towns and, territories and, and like were, towns. You had to explain they, what towns they, were? they like they were like oh so like what town is it? I'm like well it's not really a town, but. Uh, yeah, it's it's, it's just very confusing, and uh, yeah. Anyways, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll do okay. another episode about that one day. All right, <laughs> let's jump into something more streaming. More streaming? Yeah, more streaming. Netflix division video game. Boo! What was that? That was the sound of the division when uh, you know when you you press the button on the controller and you're no. Uh, right, so the division, <laughs> starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chastain, is coming to Netflix. This is from Julia Alexander of The yeah. Verge. So this is announced at uh, E3, was it not? Yeah. So on the E3 stage, they basically it was such a throw-in announcement too, where they just came on stage after they showed all the new stuff coming to the Division game, which you and I play a lot and we love. Yeah. Uh, they're like, oh yeah, by the way, the Division movie is happening with Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chastain, and it's coming to Netflix. And the guy just pieced off off the stage. Yeah, so uh, it's picking up a live adaptation of the Ubisofts, you know, or Ubisoft or Ubisoft. How do I you say? say it? I say Ubisoft. I say Ubisoft. As yeah, well. I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to the Ubisoft mentality. No, I don't, I don't. Either. I, until I like until to say Yves Germont, who was the CEO of Ubisoft, tells me otherwise. Well, what does he say? He, but he's French, though, so he says. <laughs> so he is telling us that. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to make it sound like I'm copying his accent because he goes Ubisoft. <laughs> Uh, well, I would never never call no, that Ubisoft. Uh, <laughs> the Division. <laughs> Three years after the movie was first announced, they're finally kind of like getting things there. Uh, there aren't too many details about the film yet beyond that it's obviously starring Jessica Chastain and Jake Gyllenhaal, and it's being directed by Deadpool's David Lynch, who also did uh, John Wick as well. Yeah, Am I wrong. Yeah, um, Ubisoft developer said more information is expected to be released in the future. And the synopsis so far from Netflix is in a near future, a pandemic virus is spread via paper money on Black Friday. De- decimating the city of New York and killing millions. By Christmas, what's left of society has descended into chaos. A group of civilians trained to operate in catastrophic times are activated in an attempt to save who and what remains. Uh, very family-friendly Christmas movie. Very family-friendly you know? Christmas so movie. So it, it sounds very much like it's it just the, the first, first game. game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, it's interesting because, again, they announced this so close to the release of the first game, and... The fact that Jake Gyllenhaal is attached interests me and Jessica Chastain. Like, those are great actors. Uh, so, we'll keep an eye on this. I hope it's good. I mean, Ubisoft is really trying to flush out their production side now. Yeah. Which we'll talk about a little bit later on a, with new trailers that we got. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, what what are your thoughts on this? I mean, I I, I didn't play much of the first game, but the second game we sunk in what. 50 60 hours 50, 60 in? hours easily yeah, yeah so we played a lot of division 2 and great game yeah. i think there's a cool great concept yep great story in there um and i think video game movies now are finally in that place where they can be good they can be good and i mean right. there's not much really going off of here like and when i say they can be good <laughs> what we have so far we're is, on the streak right now because <laughs> of detective pikachu we're, it's like we got one boys it's lukewarm at best i mean yeah. i enjoyed two meter as well yeah, I mean, not, too, not saying sure. that it was like the game changer but no. what a movie <laughs> Shay's giving oh, me what a, a movie could have a give you a movie could have been right it wasn't a dumpster fire no it was not it was not at all no um so yeah we have that we have that de- 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 detective pikachu yep. and you know now we're jumping into this i feel like another one recently came out too but it didn't do so hot and i'm trying to a video game it. movie yeah I, I, the only vi- other video game movie that i could think of right now is sonic yeah it's coming out and it's coming out next on valentine's day shrouded now. with controversy right um but yeah so i mean Again, always here for new things, always here for adaptations. I'm always here for whatever is coming out next. Just, oh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We just hope that, like, obviously, we're a, we love movies. We want to create movies. We have created some movies. We just hope that the, the nice thing now, I think that we're in a time right now that where the people who are creating these movies grew up fans of the content. It's not just how it almost was, like, in the 90s and early 2000s, where it's like, let's just give... Uh, what's his name? Yui Bowl, like oh my god, a, a movie, a video game property, and make a movie out of it. Like mm. we're we're at a time right now where uh, we're having fans of these movies making, uh, sorry, fans of these games making these movies. So I'm hoping that this is giving uh, hope for the future. Yeah, you guys talked about last week, um, Uncharted film. Yeah, Dan uh, Tra- Dan Trachtenberg. Yeah, and again, same thing that you brought up was th- these are the fans of the films. Now. Right, they're not just literally giving any. They're not. Trying to think of a director like it doesn't feel like it's like a, it's like a Hollywood big Hollywood thing like oh let's just turn this into a movie yeah right? so which is great that they're finally getting people that want to do even when we think about Metal Gear Solid yep. Jordan Vogue Roberts huge fan of the series huge fan of the series and someone that would be invested in making the right film definitely they're also they're also not like you know just pushing these films out out of nowhere like they're taking their time taking their time yeah great so like is metal gear solid even officially greenlit like we don't we don't know know anything working on it which i mean like and first of all like yeah hideo and konami aren't on the best terms right like how are they even getting this yeah especially jordan being a huge kojima fan yeah obviously he's gonna pay respect to him in it but like is konami gonna allow that there's so many we don't know there's so many barriers of licensing and all that kind of stuff but let's see what happens let's just hope for good movies and it's cool to see that ubisoft is involved in the production as they are so hopefully it's good i concur cool let's jump into some box office recap here box office yeah is that the theme no it's not okay i, well, d- I try a new one every week and I, well, i'm just waiting for one to stick you know what i mean i think we're getting there though uh if you have a theme that you want to make for <laughs> us for the box office recap send it in send it in yeah. send it in a, a voice file if you can i don't know how can they send us one no 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 but just just Send us the sheet music. <laughs> Send <laughs> us the we'll, sheet music. I'll, we'll read it could. live. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a D right there. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's jump into the box office. Yes. It has been a rough box office. Yeah. What's 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 going on there, Shay? Okay, so let me give you the weekend estimates right okay. now. So Men in Black International, which is the 
latest Minute Black film, yeah. the fourth Minute Black film, starring Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson, and, Camille Nanjiani, yeah. and Liam Rebecca, Neeson, Rebecca Ferguson, and Liam Neeson. Rebecca Ferguson's in it. She's the three-handed lady. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, not marketing it well at all. No, I had no idea. It was I don't even know who the villains were to be honest with you. Then I saw a poster of them, and I was like, "Who the hell are these guys? Are they just people that could turn into the agents?" Apparently. Oh, I don't know that. Is there? I just watched the trailer. That? Okay. Liam I, I didn't was like they could turn into our agents. Where's my daughter? <laughs> uh, Men in Black International opened up with 28 million, 28.5 Ouch. million. That's, yeah. That is that is painful. Yeah, and to put it into perspective, Men in Black Three opened up with I believe 54 million uh, five or six years ago now, and, and that starred Will Smith. Yeah, and this movie has a budget of 110 million, so this is going to be a like worldwide it's made 102, but that's still not good. No, what do you what do you think the problem was with this Shay? I think it's the marketing. I also think no one asked for it. Right. I think the biggest thing is that people were not asking for a Men in Black movie right now. <clears throat> Plus, we didn't get to miss it. We never got to that we stage never where got like, to miss it. Oh, I miss it. Another thing, again, coming from the Sony hacks, where it was originally thought oh, God. it was going to be a Jump Street Men in Black crossover, which in the right hands could have been good. But also, I didn't want the Men in Black world to be in the Jump Street universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, also, I think they're banking too much on Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth's fame from Avengers Thor. and Thor Ragnarok, yeah. where it's like they're marketing them so hard where you're not, you know, I don't see them as anything else other than those characters, right? Like, if you look at the first Men in Black film, which came out in 97, yeah. um, that made 50 million. Yeah. Here come the Men in Black. I'm gonna adjust that in for inflation right now to see okay. how much that <laughs> so is. So I thought you, I, I thought you were saying you're gonna, you're gonna that's adjust about my eighty million dollars. Not bad. Like uh, honestly, uh, and today. I, the first Men in Black, my memories of it are watching it at a drive-in theater. Oh yeah, it was like I don't know why. Like my parents decided to go to a drive-in theater that night. Yeah, and that was the movie that was I think it was the second movie that night that we watched. Mm. Um, and again. Will Smith in the nineties. This was his bad boy July weekend. You know, uh, Independence coming Day. out. Men in Black, like he's he was Wild, just, Wild West. Wild, <laughs> oh, God. oh God! But he was just firing on all cylinders, right? Yeah. Um, and it just it just sucks to see that a franchise that, you know, this the second one was not a good movie. The Which third one, one Men, Black 2? Men in Black Two. Yeah. No, it uh, was not the third one was whatever. Yeah. But like, it just feels weird that they're they're trying to keep it alive and like no one asked for it. But right? I also don't, I don't think people were watching Men in Black for Men in Black. They were watching it for Will Smith. At least I was. Oh, for sure. So for sure. I wasn't attached to the franchise as I was attached to Will Smith. Will Smith playing this character, and that was a cool Correct. Concept, I, right? I was there for him. I was there for him. It was yeah. chemistry with Tommy Jones. So now he's not in it. Like, I'm not itching to go back to the Men in Black universe. No. And I love Chris Hemsworth, and I love yeah. Tessa Thompson, but also, like, if I want to watch them in a good movie, I'll watch them in Thor Ragnarok. Right. Where I can really laugh. Yeah, just this movie from the get-go, it never looked interesting to yeah. me we'll probably check this film out and give our thoughts on youtube.com yeah, sure. slash this time with yeah but and we haven't uh we haven't watched it yet no and that's and that's saying something it doesn't sound like maybe a lot tuesday. of people maybe tuesday maybe we'll go tuesday, check it yeah. out and no, it doesn't is... sound like a lot of people watched it either no unfortunately. no and secret life of pets 2 opened up at uh number two which is well not open sorry or second, second week, weekend second number, weekend two, number yeah. two um and that hit about 23.8 million okay okay aladdin four weeks Going strong. Going strong. Number three. Number three. And it's at 16.7 million. Okay. So it's I, doing well. It's doing well. Now let's get into the the most painful one. Rocket Man. I'm uh, kidding. We love Rocket Man. Rocket Man's number Rocket five, Man. right? Yeah. Rocket Man's number five. Great. It's doing well. I'm million. glad to see that. Dark Phoenix. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> 
you know what I thought you were going to say? What? Shaft. I <laughs> totally forgot Dark Phoenix came out. I actually out. didn't even see Shaft on it. <laughs> I totally forgot oh Dark Phoenix God. came out. Okay, so if you, we want, I'll do Shaft first okay. because this is Shaft's first week. It opened at number six. Wow, and they're pushing this movie hard. hard. Every night of the NBA Finals, there Eight, were multiple trailers for 8. this. 8.3 million it opened up at. Who asked for this movie? Again, 18 years after Samuel L. Jackson played him, let's 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 cast him again. He looks the exact same. He looks the exact same. But who asked for this movie? And it's isn't it is it PG thirteen as well? I don't know, but I never laughed once the trailer. And you know what? If you watched this film and you enjoyed it, that's amazing. I hope you had a great time. Maybe one day I'll catch it on a streaming service, but I mean the the numbers show right here. It's it's sixth. No one wanted to go see it. Yeah. I don't again like it's not a movie that I'd ever go to the theater to watch. Again, if it was on Netflix or if it was on a streaming service, a year I'd or two it down out. the road, I'd watch I'd it. I'd check it out for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'd check it out for sure. But let's get into Dark Phoenix, Daniel. Ooh. So I saw it in Chicago when I was there, and I watched this in the Dolby Theater. Actually, before you get into it, okay, Shaft was actually released on Netflix internationally. No way. Yeah, so only in North America, Warner Brothers put it out, but internationally, it went to Netflix. Oh, interesting. 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 Kind of like Booksmart. Yeah, which, which is unfortunate because Booksmart apparently is phenomenal we haven't got to see it yet no. but it went to netflix everywhere in the world first so i feel like it wasn't really given its due properly and i feel like it tried to open up too wide yeah um where it could have just book smart is at 14 right now 14 okay yeah oh i mean for an indie movie for essentially an indie movie. not bad yeah yeah um, but yeah sorry get, get back into dark, dark phoenix, phoenix. this is dark phoenix's second week and like i said i watched it in um chicago yeah. at a dolby vision theater mm-hmm very, very cool experience. Um, I highly recommend it. We don't have it in Canada yet. But not if yet, you're in the yet. States, uh, definitely go watch a film in this format because it's a very cool format. I really liked it. It's very close to IMAX. Uh, Dolby Vision's biggest thing is the blacks on the screen are black. Right. Like, that is their biggest thing. Like they, It's almost like this OLED type of experience, and mm-hmm. they really hype it up before the movie starts and even the the inside of the theater looks very cool very stadium like right it, and, and that's i love yeah. it i love it there's that's, definitely not a really care cool. and attention to detail and what i like is that you can't see people ahead of you or behind you so it's almost like you're in your row by yourself right but as amazing as a theater experience was the movie was not <laughs> you almost saw the movie too clearly yeah i was like <laughs> like here's and here's the thing i i think kind of the same thoughts that you gave on youtube.com and also on the podcast right. with you and Anthony was that it just felt like it was a build up to nothing. Right. And that was my thing too. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, it wasn't. I just thought it was going to be this train wreck, but it, and, and that's the thing, like by it not being a train wreck, at least like they didn't swing for the fences. And no, you know what I mean? at least so they, if they, if they went for something crazy and it, they failed miserably, miserably, I would have almost, I w- almost as weird as it's to say, I almost would have, given it more respect mm-hmm. where with this movie it just feels like it just feels like nothing it yeah it, i i remember nothing of that movie i yeah uh, i was talking to somebody today about it and they were reminiscing scenes with me and i just was like oh yeah i guess yeah totally forgot the about only that. thing that i laughed at was and it was so unintentional was it ty sheridan's f-bomb yeah it was his f-bomb where he just drops it out of nowhere <laughs> and then uh i and then i guess gene gray like brings charles xavier like he she takes him out of his wheelchair and like like brings him up the staircase remember like, like a marionette like, like a marionette and it looked up. so weird in the movie where it's like it, it it was supposed to be like like a, a crazy moment of shock but like they didn't pull it off in the movie so it just came off looking so odd but it's weird because like when you think about it like 
in the last stand as well yeah. same writer um they well Jean Grey lifts Charles Xavier but this time explodes him and this time she's like no I'm going to make you walk <laughs> right like <laughs> it's weird it's crazy yeah. it's, it's it was it just sucks that it's it's not a it's not a good movie no it's not a good movie it's not a good movie but yeah. to talk about how it did second week yeah it only made 9 million dollars ouch 9 million dollars yeah Simon Kern, uh, Kinberg has been like He's publicly been taking, talking about he's this. He's been taking some heat for this film. Yeah, and he's been publicly saying like, "Hey, you know what? I had a great time making this movie." Of course, I don't. I don't doubt that he did no. the cast that he had, but it's 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 interesting though because like his his career is going to go on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's still going to have a, a great. He's produced some amazing movies. He's he going to continue to produce. And this is not going to tarnish his reputation. No, he's just going to kind of go on where some other directors where something like this would happen, and then you wouldn't see them forever. Yeah, you know. I mean, the best, the worldwide now, it's made about $200 million, so it's made back its budget. Yeah. But, I mean, that's But it. that's nothing. That's, that's nothing. nothing. You don't want to break even right. on a big superhero film. You want to right. get money. And technically, like, that's Disney's money now. Disney didn't pay anything for this movie, right? They're just so like, Disney's sure. Just, like, yeah, yeah I'll t- we'll take the movie on. We'll take the money from this yeah. movie. So, yeah, that's the, that's the box office this week. A very, very sad box office. Yeah. And I think, and I hope it picks up. This week it definitely will, I think. I yeah. feel like there's something coming out this week that should. I don't know what it is, but no. uh, we'll definitely get into it. Bef- Actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about what's coming out this week. Then we'll get into trailers. Sounds good. So, out this week. Where were you going with I this, man? I was hoping to make a song out of it, and then you <laughs> just kept staring at me. Because I, I don't know what note that was. Like I thought you were going to. That was gonna- a high F sharp. Okay, I thought you were going to be like. Are you got a friend in me? I thought, I thought you were going to go to try to pull a Randy Newman. Randy, Randy, yeah. Randy, Randy Newman. You got a friend in me. Oh, I feel like our Randy Newman is Bill Cosby now. He is. It is Bill Cosby meets Randy Newman. It's, it's a show that, that one asked for. you were going. You just went for the high like, oh. I was. I didn't want to do the same. Because then I feel like it, oh, that was a transition. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were trying to sing the Toy Story oh, song, man. No, no, <laughs> no. That would be awful if I did. It that. was. I didn't like it. Yeah. I. I'm gonna actually leave. Yeah. If that's okay. I think we should guys. just end it. You call wanna, it here, man. You can continue the podcast. Okay. Hello. But out this week. Yes. Toy Story Four. Wow. We're here. This feels like this was years away. It was. Like, <laughs> that's how time works. But it's, it's funny because like when this movie was announced, I feel like it was, what, 2013, 2012, where like we first heard the rumblings of like, hey. I think we've always heard Toy Story rumblings of come, it. But after Toy Story 3, we're all, you and I were pretty much were always like. I'm still crying. Yeah. I'm still crying from Toy Story 3. Like none of us want it, but it's here now and it's getting rave reviews. I think it's still sitting at 100%. It's a hundred percent. A hundred OP on Rotten Tomatoes. A hundred OP on the Rotten Tomatoes still. So that's great, which is relieving. Which is very see, relieving. Right? Uh, people are saying, and people are always saying, you know, don't worry, it's really damn good. So I'm glad we're seeing it this week, and we'll have our thoughts up on YouTube.com/slash this time with. Uh, something you mentioned as well too. Did uh, I? You did uh, <laughs> not not on the show yet, but you oh. mentioned that there's not going to be a short in front of this one. Yes, so definitely going to get into that. So yes, this is the well. It's funny because Toy Story one didn't have a short in front of it. Right, Bugs Life did. Yeah, that's kind of where the tradition started from. And then Coco technically didn't remember have a sh- me, Miguel. 
Papa. Uh, Coco didn't have a short in front of it, but it did have for the first weekend or week at least or month. It had that. 22 minute long frozen frozen short, short which uh, honestly i i thought i thought <sighs> we were crazy for like not like liking it but uh, the internet went ablaze when that happened yeah right? and disney's was like disney was like oh yeah this was always intended to be a, a limited release but they pulled it after the first week right like it was, I was so like and the thing is we didn't know how long it was gonna be no. and then it just kept going and when i'm watching it Pixar short before my what I really want to watch. I want that short to not overstay its welcome. This was twenty. This was an episode long. This was an episode of yeah long in front of a children's movie. Like yeah. I get it, Why? but kids only have a short attention span. Then yeah. like they're probably falling asleep by the end of Coco. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so that was a huge misfire on yeah. that. But it's interesting that there's no shorts. Um, I thought there was because I remember they're starting this whole Spark Shorts thing. Right. So I definitely thought that one but of those shorts. I think that's shorts, coming to streaming services I guess, too, so probably. I guess they maybe didn't have anything ready, but they yeah. didn't say what the reasoning is. They just said they don't have one for yeah. Toy Story 4, which is kind of a bummer because I loved seeing the shorts. It was always a nice, Every like, short to me has been amazing. Yeah. And, we'll, and we'll, we'll talk about them a little bit more once we get into Toy Story 100%. later. Um, so yeah, Toy Story 4 this week. I can't yeah. believe it. I can't wait for us to review it. Yeah, another toy film coming out this week is Child's Play. Yeah. Uh, which another is toy comes to life, yeah. And their marketing, I think, has been great. They're, they're leaning into it. Their, yeah. their posters are literally just... Uh, Chucky destroying Toy Story characters. Yeah, and, and the same. They're leaning into it. Like, good for them. They're trying to find their spot. They know they're not going to win the box office. No, this weekend. I don't think it's going to do well at all. You don't think? Do you think it will come in the top three? Yeah, I think it could. My only problem is that I feel like the marketing still isn't there. Right. I feel like the star power isn't there. Right. Um, I also think that horror movies do better in when in the, it's in the season in for fall horror and films. winter. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's a weird time for it to come out. I mean, like, they're super smart for going against Toy Story because it's literally the anti-Toy Story, but yeah. Toy Story is going to dominate this weekend, so I don't I don't see a lot of people going to see this movie. I could see it opening between 15 and 20 million this mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah. Um, it's, I'm already gearing myself up for the reports coming out of uh, kids sitting in the theater waiting to watch Toy Story Wrong 4 movie? by yeah. Child's Play. 100%. Child's Play we starts. know it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And Mark Hamill's doing a voice, who's doing the voice of Chucky as yeah. well, too. So, yeah. We'll see. We'll, we shall see this time next week. Yeah, this time with us next week. Yeah, it's our spinoff show coming <laughs> <laughs> to uh, Disney+. Plus. Plus. Yeah. Uh, Anna is also coming out this week. This is the Luc Besson film. Yes. Um, again, he loves his single... Female, female named films, right? Lucy, Anna, so With badass, like take down everybody, just martial arts, yeah, Russian spy films, yeah. and I, think I mean, tagline for this movie, yeah, generic <laughs> Russian spy film. Uh, Anna, which also stars uh, Killian Murphy, yep, and someone else probably. Oh, Helen Mirren's in it too. Right? Who plays Anna? Who plays Anna? Yeah, I've never heard of her in my life. Okay, do you know her? I don't. I just. I'm. I'm. I'm not too sure of her name. I just know she's very attractive. Right. Um, I can find out for you, Daniel. Okay. On the it's not end, too much trouble. If it's not too much trouble, Anna is being played by. Uh, her name is Sasha Luss. Luce. Okay. Luce, Sasha Luce. Okay. Uh, what has she done, Daniel? You ask. Well, I she did. Was I did. In, but okay. Yeah, she was in Valerian, which is also another. Uh, oh, best great film. Yep. Uh, and she was in uh, Kanye West's Wolves video short. Ooh. That was it, yeah. That that's was it. all she's really done. Right. So, 
Yeah, she's very very attractive. Okay, but uh, that's uh, that's it. Uh, s- swinging safari. What? I've never. <laughs> you want, do you want to what's the plot this on me, or do you know what it is about? <laughs> what's the plot? So is this a real movie, or did I just make up? Or did I just make up? Did this you thing? make it up? Because that'd be awful if you did. What do you think? Is it, it real is it or real? is it fake? Is you it, tell me. It was this a new game we're playing? <laughs> is it real or is it fake? You did tell Daniel, me. Did Daniel, did Daniel, is it add this movie or not? It's real. Oh, movie or not? What do you think of that name? I we like can that. bring it up. Movie, movie or, or not. not. Okay, it's real. Uh, it is real. Oh, thank God. This, <laughs> this is a real movie coming out. Uh, it's an independent movie. I'm just, uh, I'm blanking on who's in it right now. I'm going to tell well, you Well, I right mean, now. what's the plot of for me? Don't tell me what it's really about. What do you think it's about? Because I know it's a real movie. But I, I I do too, but I don't know what it's about. Swinging Safari? Yeah. This tell is me. when the King of Swing himself oh. uh went on a safari in the deserts. See, that's that's the thing. He went on a safari in the desert. Mm-hmm. You know what he found? Tell me what you found. Sand. Ah. Yeah. And you know what you do with sand? You swing. Exactly. Damn, who's this starring? Uh Kate Middleton. Kate Middleton? Kate Middleton and the, the uh, Royal Kate Middleton. The the Royal Jeez, wow. Uh hello, Kate Middleton. And what's what's um what's the other royal who was an actress? Megan Markle? That's the one, yeah. Yeah. She's, she's, she's not in one. it though. She's she, not in it though. She's the only one that's an actress. Kate yeah, Middleton she, was an actress. No, Kate Middleton is in it. Oh, so she um, took lessons from Megan Markle. Yeah. Uh Kate Middleton is in it. Helen Mirren is in it. Oh, and nice. of course Of course she's playing. You know who else is in it, right? Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. <laughs> He's always in it. <laughs> no, this movie. Did we tell you what it's about? Yes. Okay. It's about a teenager yeah. who comes of age in a small Australian town during the 1970s when a 200-ton blue whale gets washed <laughs> up on a local beach. You know who it's starring? Who? Guy Pearce and Callie Minogue. Okay. As in like, I can have my Yeah. Uh, yeah. Weird. Oh, yeah. Did not expect that. Yeah. Uh, okay. And, then and we have- how about Wild Rose? Wild Rose. Movie or not? It's a movie. Yep. I have no idea what it's about. Okay. Do, you know, do you know what's the plot for you? Yeah, tell me what the plot Wild is. Wild Rose. It's actually a sequel to The Poison Rose with uh, John Travolta. <laughs> but this time, John Travolta is being played by... Uh, he's he's it's a younger version of himself. Yes. Oh, it's a Gemini man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Played by Donald Sutherland. Okay. Yeah. They chose, <laughs> so they chose an, older an older actor. actor to play it. Okay. But Donald Sutherland is playing a 16-year-old John Travolta. Okay. Yeah. I see no it. makeup, no effects. It. It's just John. It's, it's all in camera. It's done. It's done. Practical Sutherland effects, baby. Right now. It's all real. Um, Wild Rose isn't a fact a real movie. <laughs> isn't? Is. It oh, okay. is a real movie, and it tells the complicated story of Rose Lynn, a woman on the quest to become a country music star. What's it about? Well, also grappling with the responsibilities of being a recently released from prison. And, and young Donald, mother of two children. Is Donald Sutherland in it? He is Hello? not in it, unfortunately. Is John Travolta? Um, I don't think we know anybody. I don't know really anyone in this film, actually. <laughs> yeah, but it is a real movie, in fact. Directed by someone who I've never heard of either. Okay, there you go. Cool. But it is real, and it is coming out in theaters this week. Sounds great. And let's uh, jump into some trailers. Yes. So, Mystic Quest, Raven's Banquet, Apple TV Plus. What right. do you think of this trailer? Yeah. So this drops uh, Rob McElhaney. It's funny because, like, when I was watching the e- when I was watching E3 this week. I swear I saw Caitlin uh, Olsen Olsen in the audience. I was like, oh my god, was that Caitlin Olsen? And then they literally cut to Rob on stage saying, hi, I'm I'm Mac. No, and he's like basically introducing his So show. We're, we're huge fans of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes, huge. And basically the, the concept of the show is that he's a game developer. He's the game director of the most popular game in the world. And they are releasing like ex- an expansion for the game. And it's kind of the whole plot of the mo- show, I guess, is that it's them dealing with the release of it 
Um, what do you think of it? Did you see this trailer? Do you want to tell you the truth? I I want you to tell me. Yeah, I didn't what? see this trailer. You did? No, I didn't. Oh, you did. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I was probably in Chicago. That's um, why. I'll be honest. It didn't, really, there. It, it didn't really do much for me. Okay. Uh, and it has a stacked cast in this show. Oh. Um, I, maybe it's the name. Maybe it's the logo. How it looked. It just. It didn't do like I'm interested. I'm hundred percent going to watch this day one. But when I saw the trailer for it, I'm like, oh, this this doesn't look super engaging. <laughs> but. I'm hoping it's going to prove me wrong because it looks the concept is is cool. I just the the trailer itself didn't do anything for me. Maybe it's just a trailer that I don't think it presented well. Yeah. Uh, then we got a trailer for Frozen Two. Yes, great trailer. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, yeah. Frozen Two Electric Boogaloo. Great trailer. Um, again, I I think I've mentioned this before. I'm not the hugest Frozen fan. I didn't dislike it or anything. Right. I just it didn't connect with me as much as it should have. But I'll be there for Frozen 2. I'll watch it. Yeah. I'm excited to see what they do with it. Yeah, it's finally coming six years later. Mm-hmm. Um, Good things take time. Yes, it does. And the uh, animation is amazing. This oh, is like Pixar-level animation. Yeah, because it's not amazing. a Pixar film. People always call it a Pixar movie, but it's not. It's not, no. So shut up. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, first of all. No, but like you, like you, we've been seeing Disney Studio, like Disney Animation has just upped their game. Yeah. And um, looking forward to it. It looks yeah. cool. Dr. Sleep. A sequel. <laughs> Not Dr. No. No, because in the document, Daniel had written Dr. No. Yeah, and I, I had James Bond on the mind. That's I definitely why. had to go over and go, what the hell is that? Dr. Doctor No's coming back? <laughs> uh, Dr. Sleep, yeah. which is a sequel to The Shining. Yeah, which is a book written by Stephen King, yeah. Dr. Sleep. And now they're, this is a, a sequel to the film. Yeah. Yeah, so not necessarily to the book itself it's they're doing a sequel to the so film. i think i mentioned this in the, in the episode where we talked about films that we have never seen shining is one of those movies that i've never seen right. but um watch it i know enough about it to right. like kind of like you know get me across i didn't know dr sleep was a sequel until the trailer started and i was like whoa whoa what's going on and then like i started seeing all these shining moments yeah, and you hear the music and, and i thought it was like... so cool it was blowing my mind i can only imagine a, a fan yeah of the movie series must have been going crazy like right. I, i'm thinking of one of the biggest fans that i've ever heard of is lee unkrich director of uh, toy story 3 yeah in every toy story film he tries to include something from the shining which is yeah. i know an odd like thing. the carpet in, yeah. in, in Sid's, Sid's house, house and <clears throat> Small things like that. Yeah. That was a weird cough. I'm so sorry for anyone okay. that heard that. Um, but it looks, it looks cool. It looks great. It looks great. Even McGregor is in it. That shot of him in the door, looking through like where they... The here's Johnny. Yeah, where where the axe broke down the door. I'm yeah. like, this looks crazy. So I'm excited for it. I'm also excited I'm really for it. excited for it. Uh, Pennyworth, which I mean, sure. Which I is mean, this, the... Alfred Pennyworth. The, <laughs> Alfred Pennyworth uh, prequel series. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure. I mean, yeah. Uh, Official Secrets. Yeah, this is with Kira Knightley. Ah, this is, is coming it out. Official secrets. Official secrets. You want to give a, sh- a stab at the plot here? Yeah. Uh, so, um, back in World War One, the Queen was creating a uh, a list of secrets to send to spies that were out uh, amongst the European uh, arena of, of, of all of Europe. Are you guessing this right now? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Because it's it's not far off. <laughs> And I know, I know, because I, 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 okay. Um, and basically, the queen listed these as official secrets. Okay. And Keira Knightley plays the queen's left arm <laughs> in CGI. So, official secrets 
is a film. It's an American British political thriller starring Keira Knightley. And it's about the British intelligence officer turns into a whistleblower after learning NSA espionage plans designed to ensure passage of a resolution of a war against Iraq by the UN Secret Council. I was pretty damn close. So you like if you said that to somebody, I'm like, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So good job, Shay. Again, she plays her left arm. I just want to make that clear. That isn't specified in this trailer, mm. so I can't confirm nor deny it. All right. Well, what about Dark Season 2? Dark Season 2. So Dark was a really popular uh, series on Netflix. Yeah. I haven't watched it Neither yet. Neither have I. Um, but it's getting a second season, and the That's trailer amazing. is out now. Good for them. Yeah. Great for the creators. Let's talk about what we're watching. Daniel, what have you been watching? Uh, so this week, it's, it's been an interesting week, so... Has it uh, a little bit. Okay. You know, like, you were gone... Anthony's gone. I'm, I was just like you walking around in circles. Yeah. Uh, like we've been mentioned a couple of times. It's been E3 this week. So been watching a lot of conferences. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched Toy Story 2 yep. uh, yesterday. Yep. So yeah, was, this is the first time I watched Toy Story 2 probably in, I want to say, three, four years. Yeah. And again, we burnt out these cassettes growing up. So I we'll get but there. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. Um. So watch Toy Story 2. Been watching a lot of Fresh Prince as well, too, just because... Picked it up on iTunes on sale, and that's just a show that it's such an easy watch. It's one of those shows that I could just have it on in the background while I'm doing something. It's nice to, it's very comforting. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? What are you watching? Uh, I watched Toy Story 1 yes. and 2. Uh, it's funny, you and I never talked about Fresh Prince this week, but I actually just been watching it all week as well. Really? Which is really interesting. Even yeah. today, I was watching it too. Uh, I finally finished Barry. I, I'm fully caught up on season nice. two now. So. How, how do you feel? Love it. Great, Great show. It's so funny. Bill Hader's it's, amazing. Yeah. Have you started watching it yet? I started watching season one. Okay. Uh, I'm episode three. Okay. Maybe. It's a weird voice you're doing there. Yeah, but I, I have to I have to get back into it. I keep saying yeah. that on our show. That you we're do. Gonna, but now that um, I don't have any excuses not to. I was gonna I was gonna come up with an excuse of yeah. Now that this now is that done, now that my left arm is feeling better. <laughs> now that Kieran Knightley is playing the Queen's left arm, <laughs> yeah. I am ready to get back. Into now that Mary. I've drank this bottle of water, I can finally start watching <laughs> the show. Finally ready. No, but I'm I'm 100 down. Yeah, um, no, it's great. I, I it. it's it's such an easy watch too. Really? Like, eh? It's because it's it's what ten ep- No, it's eight episodes. Eight episodes and it's half an hour, right? Half an hour. That's nothing. That's what I, that's what I love about the HBO. Shows where they could do like the drama or comedy shows that are half an hour, yeah, and they're literally thirty minutes because there's no commercials. No, so, yeah, yeah. So I have to get back into it. Yeah, and uh, that's really it. I, I didn't get a chance to watch much else. I mean, it was the like to be honest with you, this whole weekend, even when I was in Chicago, it was the NBA playoffs. Yeah, we've been so watching basketball. Been watching a lot yeah. of basketball. Do you have a, a favorite hoops. basketball movie? Are you, is that a stupid question? Are you super dumb? I used to be dumb. Are you dumb? <laughs> it's Space Jam, my guy. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, I mean, come I, on in. Jam. Wait, what? Slam? Well, come on and slam. slam. And we'll go do the jam. Oh. Um, sorry to all our fans. Yeah, I, th- I think all the fans that we thanked today, we lost. Yeah, they're just, they're like, oh yeah, you want five stars on iTunes? They are. <laughs> Here's one. People are asking for Anthony to come back to control us. Oh no. I think, I think when Anthony's not here, we're on loose. We're running loose right now a bit. You think we're running a bit looser? I think I'm more free. Because well, I have all not, this space here. Yeah, you're, you're not playing a trombone either, so you have a lot more space. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, for do sure. You have, do you have a favorite basketball movie? Uh, Jam, comma, space, for sure. Okay. Yeah. No one likes Like Mike, eh? Cause like I Mike? Know. I like Like Mike. Yeah. I like Like Mike. I like Like Mike, too. Um, it, was a, it was a good one. I didn't like Like Mike, too. No, no one did. But Like Mike like Mike was a movie that I watched. I love Coach Carter as well. Coach Carter's another great one. Yeah. Basketball Diaries? Uh, Air Bud. Air Bud. Air Bud. Two, where he plays football? No. 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 I liked Air Bud 1. It came, Air Bud my, it 1 came is great. for free in my cereal box. Really? Yeah. Would you get a VHS of it? No, or a DVD. Oh, Why wow. would I have a VHS of it? 
Because Airbud, Airbud come out. Yeah, when? but I also got lost in translation and on in the general General Mills and gave you lost in translation spa- space. Oh, lost in space. Yeah, with oh, okay. uh, Matt LeBlanc and Gary Oldman. Okay. They, well, then they give you Lost in Translation. I'm like, what kind of indie-ass <laughs> cereal are you eating, man? You don't eat Vitamix? <laughs> uh, no, I was eating, uh, I, I, as a kid, they had this thing where, you know how these come with video games? Yeah, of course. Yeah, they also had a period of time where they came with movies. The Mask came for me in a uh, in a cereal box, yeah. and I got Lost in Space. Was this in Canada? This is in Canada, and okay. I got Air Bud. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I. I you weren't I, eating cereal. During I wasn't this time. eating cereal this time. <laughs> At this time, you were not got, eating cereal. I got the video games. I got a like, and that was a time too where the things that came in cereal boxes were actually in the box. It wasn't like you had to send away for it. With a lot of things, like I got yeah. a pair. Of, I got. I literally got a pair of. I bought a box of Cheerios, and you got a free pair of socks. Yeah, and I had to. I had to go to the website to sign up for it. And they literally came like nine months later that I just got an envelope in the mail that didn't even have my name spelled properly. So I'm like, what is this package? And it was just a was just an envelope with yellow socks in it. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. yeah this, but this to was... answer your question, my own question, favorite basketball <laughs> movie? <laughs> uh, Space Jam, for sure. Good. So I was just doing some research into my into my cereal box movie thing. So Kellogg's and General Mills did it. And they had, yeah, The Mask, Monkey Trouble. Okay. That film. Yeah, yeah. Alice in Wonderland, the live action one, back in I guess when 2004, whichever one that one right. was. Probably uh, not a Disney one. No. And then, uh, yeah, like I said, I have that Muppets Take Manhattan. Yep. Then I had Lost in Space and Air Bud. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. That's, is it time? It's not that time yet. Okay. I'm kidding. It is that time. Ah, Topic of the show. You got, you got a friend in me. <laughs> Toy Story, our Whew. love for Toy Story, our love for Pixar. Um, let's get into it. I've I've told the story before on the show. Have you? But tell it again. But literally, my first memory uh-huh. as a human being, okay, is standing on the seats of the movie theater watching Toy Story one. I don't know why You're I remember that. Three? Three years old? I was two, years old? two and a half. Yeah, you definitely don't remember that, but okay. I, I do, dude. There's just something where I like... And no, I, I, get, I, I, I get what you're you saying. You know what I mean? Like, it's just there's something embedded in me that that's like my earliest thing remembering. And mm-hmm. my whole life, Toy Story has been so important to me. Yeah. Like this Woody that I have at the oh, table right God. now. <laughs> thank God this, you specified this, what you're this talking Woody about. This Woody doll that I have on the table right now. <laughs> That is uh, <laughs> this Woody that I have listen, in this movie right listen, now. This Woody I have a Toy Story. No, but like this, this Woody doll that I have on the table, yeah, is from 1995. Great year. That was that was given to me. I can't find his hat. I'm living. I'm living that plot point in the movie right now. But a very small subplot in the film. Very small. Actually, in both what? movies. Both movies. I feel like he loses it in every movie, right? He does. Yeah, he loses it in Toy Story three as well. Yeah, and probably in four. We'll find out. We'll find out this week. We're but, gonna update you guys. Um. This this series means so much to me. Like playing the video games, obviously burning out our cassettes watching this. I still have all my, my cassettes for one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you, Shay? <laughs> you, I, so just, I just didn't want to keep going. <laughs> so anti climactic yeah, No, because I have more no, to say. Okay. I have a lot to say so as well. I'll, but, I'll but, pass the baton. I mean, I was about four years old when this film came out, yeah. and I watched it in theaters. Um, I was still living in the Middle East. Actually, I was, when this so film were you came in? Out. Uh, I was in Abu Dhabi, yeah. yeah, in the United Arab Emirates. And uh, when I came to Canada, it was about 96, I bought it immediately on VHS at that time. Yep. Um, and I just, again, this is a film that I think I watched every day, 
probably multiple times in a day. Yes, easily. We had to rewind I, it. I waited for that cassette to rewind. Yep. And when Toy Story 2 came out, you, you better believe I was there day one in theaters. Right. Watching it near Boys are back house. in town. The toys are back in town. I was going to say, remember, like, what? The boys remember are back the, in town. The, the, tra- the poster for yes. it? Yes. I remember I wanted it so bad on because DVD was just starting at this right. time too. But my parents bought it for me on VHS. I was like, okay, cool. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah, cool. yeah. But I remember I used to go to my cousin's house to watch it on DVD all the time. Right. Love Toy Story. And then when Toy Story 3 came out, it was right at that transition period where I was going into college. I'd, I'd just yeah. been in college for about a year. And the movie was about Andy going to college. Yeah. And it just felt so right. I felt like I was literally growing up with the films. Yeah. And I and I think that's... <clears throat> we'll go movie by movie, but when, when, when I think about... Same thing with Toy Story 3 came out um, when I was going into my grade 12. So my last year. So I was kind of like right behind Andy in that sense. It's like you were, right? Like we were we were just in, right ahead. We, we were we are yeah. in that range, right? So yeah. when you're having that crossroads in life and you're seeing that in an in, of all places an animated movie. Right. That we had such an attachment to growing up. And I, I thought that was so brave of them to actually be like, you know what? Let's let's not make it where so many animated movies just the concept of time isn't there. They leaned into that and they made that so important to the character of Andy and to Woody and to Buzz and it just hit hard even more and the fact that Toy Story three was nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars that that says a lot. Yeah. Right. Um, shout out to my cousin Joshua who broke my Buzz Lightyear, my original Buzz Lightyear. It's a weird shout out. Um, I'll shout him out because I'm actually going to put him on blast. Oh. Uh, he, we had like a, a playhouse in my basement, and he said, "Look, Buzz could fly," and he threw my Buzz Lightyear off this little playhouse. Uh, his, his head popped off. Oh, um, I mean. And then I returned the favor to his Buzz Lightyear, and he had a cool, like, platinum buzz from Toy Story 2. And I went, Puh! and I broke the head off of that, too, just yeah. in retaliation. But yeah. I wish I didn't. Yeah. Um, I have so many Toy Story toys everywhere. And I was trying to find my Woody. I actually dressed up as... I dressed <laughs> Let up... me find your Woody. All right. <laughs> I, um... no, I'm kidding, though. So I dressed up as Buzz first. I'll tell that story after. Oh, but that, that story is a in, funny uh, one. In the grade... 11 or grade 12, I actually dressed up as Woody for Halloween. Oh, nice. And I made the costume myself, and damn, did it look dope. The you only thing pictures? that. I, sorry? You pictures? Oh, 100% I got pictures. I got, I'll find them. We'll post them up on Instagram, yeah. And uh, I also dressed up as Buzz Lightyear. Oh. And this is this is like I remember when you and I first started becoming like closer as friends, and I'm like. One day. One, oh, you mean we already <laughs> Wait are. a second. Okay. Uh, I remember telling you the story about. The year I went as Buzz Lightyear. For you Halloween. actually led with this story. <laughs> I when think I first met you, you wanted to, you wanted me to be a friend based on like a pity. I'm like, hey, what's your name again? Shabuya. Shabuya. Um, I'm like, yeah. So basically, what happened was this is probably in 2000, uh, 1999, 2000. I dressed up as Buzz, and oh, probably when did Toy Story two come out? 99, 98, I think in the 90s. Yeah, so, yeah. They had Buzz Lightyear costumes, but it wasn't, like, with a full helmet and everything. It was, like, a backpack with inflatable wings that popped out mm-hmm. and, like, a chest plate <gasps> that you could actually press the buttons and, like, it would come out with a speaker with Buzz. Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I'll never forget, like, I was trick-or-treating in my old neighborhood and, you know, I was, like, I was I was a, I was a husky kid. You know yeah. what I mean? I was a little, a little chubby kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a chubby adult. Uh, but so that podcast. <laughs> so I, I remember knocking on this 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 family's door. I'm like trick or treat, and then the stupid 
guy who lives there like this old and he, this is the thing like he wasn't a younger guy he was an adult mm. right and i know i'm a kid saying that but like i remember my dad talking to him afterwards like this guy was an adult and he looked at me and he's like what are you a fat airplane and i was just like what like instant tears right because <laughs> he was who <laughs> says that to a kid? Yeah, because that's what I said to you the first day I met you. Yeah, like, like, what are you, a fat airplane? Like, put your arms down. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Who is No, it's Daniel. Um, but despite oh, that, oh, my, love of toy sto- my love of Toy Story has only grown more. That fonder. is so mean. It's I hope mean, that right? guy's listening to this podcast right I now. Hope, I hope. What if he was one of the questions? What if that was Gabby who wrote it? <laughs> no, that's not. Let's not do that. Let's not talk about Gabby. We don't know Gabby, but you know, shout out to Gabby. Yeah. Yeah, I hope he's listening to this podcast right now. Yeah. I hope I hope he's you know he's like, living oh. his life to the fullest. Yeah, and I hope he enjoys Toy Story Four. Yeah, um, but yeah, so Toy Story One comes out nineteen ninety five. John Lasseter director. Yeah, um, and he like Toy Story was the first fully computer animated film. Animated film, right? And it was such a big deal that they won a special achievement Oscar the next year. Yeah. I mean, we, we talk about our love for Apple as well. I mean, Steve Jobs, one of yep. the co-founders of Pixar 100%. as well. And you can really feel Apple's quality and attention to detail in the movie Definitely. as well. Yeah, their, their um, DNA, their, their DNA is very it's cross-pollinated for sure. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah. So you, you definitely get that vibe. And it was a great time period for Pixar and Apple. And Steve Jobs was finally coming back to Apple as well. And so much was happening at so that time So much was happening at that time, that, man. It's really cool to see how far Pixar as a company has come. Right. We're, we're at a point now where how many films do they have deep now? Almost 20 movies? More than that? Nearly there. Yeah. I don't think they're quite at 20 yet. Yeah. Um, we're going to we're gonna get a fact check on that. Someone is yelling at us saying, hey, it's... They only have 13. Set, oh, okay. What is it, like Sorry. 16, 17 movies maybe? Uh, we're going to get a count. Yeah, they're at 20. Wow, they're at 20. Is Toy Story 4 20? No. Okay. Four is twenty one. Oh wow, good for them. Yeah, so that was, that was pretty good. Damn, yeah. Like again, like Pixar is like Pixar is one of those companies that like I always wanted to work at growing up, and we actually went we to went, Pixar. Yeah, we went to Pixar. We didn't get to go inside. <laughs> no, we tried our best. To. We tried so hard to to get inside there, but we were basically just walking around the campus of Pixar, and it was we were just like seeing the Luxo Junior in the, the Steve Jobs Theater, Steve Jobs yeah. Theater, like Steve Jobs just, Building, whatever they call what it. What a what a culture there. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Does it mean Pixar's definitely had way more hits than misses? And when we talk oh, about easily, their yeah. their their list of films, I'll, I'll actually list them all right now. So we got Toy Story, yep, A Bug's Life, yep, Toy Story Two, Monsters Inc., Finding Nemo, Incredibles, Cars, Ratatouille, Wall-E, Up, uh, Toy Story Three, Cars Two, Brave, Monsters University, Inside Out, Good Dinosaur, Finding Dory, Cars Three, Coco, Incredibles Two, and here we are at Toy Story Four. Wow. Not a lot of sequels. There are definitely some sequels. They never used to be a sequel company, no. but um, wow, just what a, what a run of movies they have. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's crazy when like watching Toy Story two yesterday after watching Toy Story one. What a jump in animation! Oh yeah, right. It's crazy. Yeah, absolutely insane. Like the the jump of the quality. Yeah, um, I also actually grew up with the, a lot of Toy Story toys as well. I'm sure that was their whole idea and yeah. behind it. Um, I had the metallic buzz, and I remember when I got the metallic buzz, I was very upset. Why? Because I was like, "What the hell is this? Like, <laughs> this isn't Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Like, excuse me, Santa. We need to have yeah. some words." Yeah, I was like, "What's going on here? Like, this is." I was so upset. I remember, like, this isn't the same. Like, all my all the kids at school gonna make fun of me for having a metal buzz. It's probably <laughs> fake. Um, because I also did. I mean, throw my buzz off the. You thought he could fly? Eh? 
I wanted to know. Sailing no more. What kind of Eeyore? <laughs> I I definitely thought that I could try. Right. What an awful attempt that was because Buzz is pretty heavy. He he's, he has some girth he's, to him. He's definitely a heavy One toy. could say he looks like a fat airplane. Some would say that. Not us. Not us. No. But I remember off the second floor, I was like, of my house, I was like, here we go. And then I just. Wait, what? What? To the second floor of your house? Like. Oh, sorry. I thought you, for some reason, I thought you were like threw him out a window. No, like I, I was just, if you've been to my grandparents' house yeah. right there, we were on the second floor. And I was like, all right, I'm looking downstairs, just down the stairs. And I'm like, here we go, Buzz. Fly home. And I just, and not even like he got any elevation or any no, no. like trajectory. It was just right all the way just down. Just straight nosedive. And eh? just, you could just hear the crack on the ground. Like, oh, I'm pretty sure no. I cracked the, the tile that was on there, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it was bad. It was bad, like, eh? Oh, man. Did and he was, turn into Mrs. Nesbitt after? He did turn into Mrs. Nesbitt after. Wow. And the movie really does a great job of just showing his arm come off. But no, this buzz was dead. He was he was done, eh? Yeah, he was yeah. gone. Um, but whatever. I mean, <laughs> that's life. Toy Story 2 comes out. The toys are back in town. Toys are back in town. It's crazy because like, when you think of like where um, Tom Hanks obviously has been a huge name forever. But Tim Allen at this point as well, too. Firing on all cylinders with mm-hmm. movies. The Santa Claus. Uh, he's home Improvements. Um, Jungle the Jungle. Yeah. Mimi Siku, bro. Mimi <laughs> Siku. Can't forget about BBC. Great movie, great, great movie. Fun. I I love that movie. I don't know why. So do I. Um, but yeah, like Tim Allen's firing on all cylinders, doing so many Disney movies. Um, did you did you see that? There's a piece of trivia about this movie that they actually lost the movie. Did you did you hear about that? That they from their internal like backup of it, they lost it, and it was only beca- sounds familiar. Only because like an employee <clears throat> had it backed up that they were able to recover uh, yes, everything. Yes, but yes. apparently they would have lost like two months of work on it yeah. which if that you know sucks. anything about animation that's like that's hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of hours of manpower right? and they've come so far when, it, when we talk about pixar and animation um they've done so much for the world of animation oh. like now and it's it's sad i mean I, I don't know what your thoughts are on this but i miss hand-drawn animation a lot for sure i love that feeling and i remember one of the last films that i saw hand-drawn animation was the apprentice and the frog Yep, that was the last time Disney did it as well, right? Yeah, and it was just so great to see because there was a huge hype around it. I mean, um, John and Ron from uh, the Aladdin and Little Mermaid, they came back to direct that film as well because they were the creators behind it. And it was a good movie. I mean, I didn't watch it over and over again or anything like that, but I remember just sitting in the theater and being like, it's so great to see hand-drawn animation again. And that's the thing. Pixar changed things for the better and for worse, right? Like in in terms of like nobody releases – 2D or like hand drawn movies unless mm-hmm. you're like Studio Ghibli or it's a very like very niche it's a very niche thing, thing yeah. right and we've saw like what DreamWorks DreamWorks has become and what Sony Animation has become like we're seeing like these crazy animated stop motion movies because of the groundwork that Pixar laid down right yeah um, what are your thoughts on Toy Story three I love it it's my favorite. Toy Story film. Really? I was actually... So this is a, this is good that you brought this up. So okay. I, I threw out a poll. You did? On the ye old Instagram. Oh. And I... And how'd I, it go? So I asked the fine folks on Instagram, where where does your allegiance lie, pretty mm-hmm. much, on which, which Toy Story movie is your favorite? Yeah. And the majority chose Toy Story 1. Yeah. What do you think came in second? Toy Story 3? No. Oh. Toy Story 2. 
Wait a minute. Wait a second. What came in third? Can't choose. Uh, Yeah. And then Toy Story 3 uh, came in fourth place. That's upsetting to me. But like, I guess because I'm biased and I like Toy Story 3, but the same question was asked on Twitter as well. Right. And Toy Story 3 is number two. Oh, what was number one? Toy Story 1. Okay, makes sense. And Toy Story 2 is number three. Interesting. And Can't Choose is a solid four. Okay. So... Uh, different people, different platforms. They like the different things. For sure, things. for sure. But I love Toy Story 3 the most because <clears throat> I think that for a film to be in its third cycle, yeah, to literally hit it out of the park. When I say that, I mean like when that incinerator scene started happening. As much as I knew that the toys would be okay, or at least the the furthest point back in my mind, I thought the toys would be okay. I still didn't know what was going to happen. That is, to this day, the hardest I've ever cried in a movie theater. A hundred percent. I and I remember that's when Real D was like really popular too. So I had like the real three D glasses. Oh uh, yes. Um, sorry, yeah, real three D. Yeah. Um, and I wore them. My dad and I went to go watch this movie, and we both wore our glasses. Uh, leaving the theater, getting into the car on the car ride home, because we were just not that we were embarrassed to cry in front of one another. We were just like, I think we leaving the theater, we kept them on, but like. We were just so struck about what we saw because one, the incinerator scene, but the scene of Andy passing the toys to Bonnie. Like I'm, I'm literally getting chills right now. I'm thinking getting about ready it. to cry right now. Actually, um, <laughs> why do you bring this up? I, it's just no. A movie hasn't done that to no. me before. No, and it's just it's so special when you when you when you think of how attached you could become to these characters and thinking about like having to pass that along to somebody else. It's like. Andy is like synonymous with Toy Story, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, ouch. Do you think he makes a comeback in Toy Story Four? Well, we saw, we saw him in the trailer. I think we'll see him in maybe flashbacks. Mm. But that, yeah, I mean, like as in like new as man, a character, like, as Andy, not old Andy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think so. Yeah, and I almost don't want to see him because I don't feel like we need to see no, his it, story. Right? The story like almost doesn't call for it. But yeah. we, we don't even know the story. Do you have a favorite character from Toy Story? Yeah, who is that? Yeah, it's probably gonna be Woody. Got you. I thought you were gonna go with the office jokes, like yeah, Andy's mom. Because without him, there's no movie. That was Michael Scott who said that. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Woody I'm for me as well. So upset right yeah. now looking at you. Yeah, I got but... Woody as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would say yeah, Woody definitely is up there. Um, I love Rex as well. Rex makes me laugh a lot. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> I can't handle confrontations. He's <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, it just it's it's a series for me that. It stuck with me so well. It changed the game of animation. Yeah. Um, outside of a Pixar animated film, what would you say is your next favorite computer animated film? Um, does like Spider Man into the Spider Verse count? Sure. Um, well, actually, that's. I'm not going. I'm not going to say that one. But I think looking at early 2000s, I think Shrek and Shrek mm, Two. That's definitely for me. Were just so incredible at again their animation was nowhere near pixar nowhere even near. then like watching the first shrek and shrek 2 like it looks rough. i think it looks more rough than toy story 1 does yeah it does um but especially shrek 1 and 2 they just they just nailed it yeah shrek 1 to me is still one of my favorite films too it makes me laugh a lot and it still holds up i think it's a yeah, great sure. film do you have a how about a favorite quote from toy story on the spot here. I'm throwing uh, you on the spot, Jay. There's a, uh, there's a, you know, it's it's a very odd quote. Yeah. Um, Mine's an odd one too. Is it? Okay. Yeah. So mine is, uh, 
uh, can I get the um, bonding strip? That that so okay. I, let me. I don't want to butcher the quote, <laughs> but uh, anyways, the, the Buzz is asking for tape basically, right. and uh, I want to actually make sure I say the line exactly like it is. Um, <laughs> he calls it unidirectional bonding strip. Right. And he's that, like, can I get some more unidirectional bonding strip? And then he turns around and he's like, Mr. Lightyear wants more tape. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it just there, kills me. The delivery of lines and in the, in the, so, it's so good. Do you guys are still using fossil fuels or yeah. you guys discovered <laughs> crystallic fusion? Uh, it's, it's, it's so funny. You could, you, you just, you could just tell the, like the wit and sly humor is there for like Joss Whedon and everyone who's involved Which is writing also that. also so weird. It's crazy. And he's that so he young a screenplay writer. That. Yeah. Um, What's yours? I, I don't know why. I don't know why this quote kills me. This is from Toy Story One because obviously it's so hard to choose a quote from a movie. But again, this is another Buzz quote. But when when Woody and Buzz are in like in Sid's house and Sid's like performing surgery on, <laughs> I don't think that man's ever, ever been to medical school. <laughs> also kills me. It just it just destroys me every time. It's so good. It just I don't believe that man's ever been to medical school. <laughs> I've set my lasers from stun to kill. It's oh, just, great. You're using lightning bolt. Yeah, there. and like Woody, the way Woody is in Toy Story 1, especially where he's just so so dry, the humor, like against what, what Buzz is. And yeah. just, it's just, it works so well. It shouldn't work that well. Yeah. Um, how, how about this one? Last one. I'm not going to choose your favorite. Okay. But which one is the most watchable, rewatchable for you? Because mm-hmm. as much, you said three. Toy Story but, 1, I think. But is most... three something that you could watch consistently? <sighs> I, it's funny you say this because in all the Toy Story films, as much as I have watched them, I'd say in the past few years, I haven't been watching them as much. Right. Like you even said it yourself, like Toy Story 2, probably haven't watched in three or four years, maybe even more for all we know. Yep. Really, like it, 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 it's not one that I remember watching too recently, but I don't miss a single beat when I watch them. No, and we're quoting it along. And yeah. you even remember like the tonality of how they said it, the exact... Uh, way they deliver it like exactly that, that's the that's timing burnt, is perfect that's burnt in our memory that's right? only because we've we've burned through those cassettes yeah. right when i watched toy story 2 last night with you again it felt like the easier watch yeah toy story 2 i think for me is the easiest watch the easiest of the watches yeah um toy story 3 because of the whole incinerator scene it it it's heavy it heavy it's, it's heavy, heavy. Yeah. and toy story 1 it, it's there's so many moments where like it you really start to feel like Woody's the asshole in the film, yeah, so it really sure. like makes you upset. But I know which one I've watched the most, which is Toy Story One. Easily, I've, I've watched that the most for sure. Yeah. Um, and then the rest literally just follow. Even as an adult, I've watched Toy Story Three a lot. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Any? What are you trying to pull? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just it's it's so hard to talk. It's so hard to put our love of this franchise, I think, into words sometimes, and. Now we're at Toy Story four. We've been a not that we've been super vocal about it, but we've been cautiously optimistic for it. I yes. think it's safe to say. Um, and now we're just mere days away from it. It's getting great, great reviews, mm-hmm. which makes me go into it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope that it could stand on the mantle next to the rest of them. I right? agree. That's my biggest. I know it's a, it's, it's a big ask, but. If anyone's proven to be able to li- deliver that, it's Pixar. Yeah. And I mean, with the whole cast coming back, with uh, even you know, Bo Peep coming back, yeah. too. Huge miss from Toy Story 3. For sure. Um, I'm super excited. And as as hard as it was to see Andy give it to Bonnie, a character that we don't know that well yet. Right. But what I remember watching in Toy Story 3, before we even knew what Bonnie was going to be in the film, 
right from the beginning, I was like, oh, she seems like a really cute and cool kid. Like, yeah. I like her. Normally, when they start showing kids in movies, they're really annoying. Yeah, and, and you could tell it was very subtle how they introduced her. It was never that she was like trying to take idea. over. No, you know what I mean. It was just it just felt it felt right. It felt natural. It felt felt natural. Felt right. Um, fun fact: Bonnie looks exactly. I like I have a picture of my mom when she was that age. She looks exactly like Bonnie. Well, I think the designers actually used your mother's. It's really weird. It's a, quite. Know. It's quite. It's a little. It's a little. It's a little strange. But yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, we love Toy Story, and we can't give, wait to give you our thoughts on Toy Story Definitely. 4. this week. Uh, this week, and then I think next week, Anthony's still gone. He's still in Los Angeles. He's still gone. Um, Thank God. He's gone. You know, we don't need him, man. Yeah, we don't I mean, need him. if he's listening to right now. He doesn't listen to the I show. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't listen to the show. I was going to give an explicitive, but I don't think I want well, to. Well, we, we've gone so far without one. Yeah. Um, so but I was, uh, I was going to say, like, if you love Toy Story, which hopefully you do, and if you made it this far into the show... Uh, write in your favorite Pixar moment or quote or character, um, just like Gabby did this week with his favorite movie dad. Or her. Do you know who Gabby is? I'm not too sure. Okay. Uh, but Gabby, you, write you in. Assign them a gender. Uh, let us know who your favorite Pixar character or Toy Story character is, and we'd love to continue this conversation next yeah. week, because hopefully have, we'll be raving how much we love Toy Story 4. Yeah, and if you have any, you know... Um, you know, fan fiction stories of what happened to Andy's dad. Let us know. Oh yeah, definitely. Let us know, and the best one will win nothing. Uh, will win nothing. Just our love and amusement, which is more than we can ever give. Yeah, that's there's no monetary minus value that, to that poster that we gave that one time. Yeah, that, that. which hopefully we'll be having more content. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Soon. But uh, thank you so much for listening. Again, you can yes. catch us on all streaming platforms and YouTube.com/slash This Time With. You can check us out on there as well. We post a video of the podcast. Also, um, that was. This time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next.